Today's epistle lesson comes from Luke, the first chapter, verses 26 through 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favorite one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be holy. He will be called the Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed. From her. The word of the Lord. My friends, today is an exciting day, not just because it's Christmas Eve, rather, it is an exciting day because it gives us an opportunity to reflect on the most significant gift to the world. And that gift is Jesus. I believe this gift is continuously giving to us more than we deserve. And I believe it will last throughout eternity. In fact, beginning at its birth announcement in this gospel text, we are given an assurance of hope where doubt existed. We're given an opportunity to see light to a future that once seemed dim. And we are given an opportunity to experience the joy to the world which will last for a lifetime. And it's here in this Luke text where we are given the harmony of these three lessons through the angel Gabriel's visit and annunciation to Mary. The text tells us that that Gabriel visited Mary in the town of Nazareth, located in Galilee. Not only is this a strange encounter, but also a strange location. For example, the town of Nazareth before and during the birth of Jesus was not a town of prominence in the region. During this time, it was a town that had a population of 400 people, and no one 
of high regards ever came out of Nazareth before Jesus. Also, Mary is the least and most unlikely person that God could have chosen to become the mother of Jesus. Yet this indicates that God can do just what God wants to do with anyone and anywhere. God is God alone. However, with this understanding, which I believe Mary understood according to her Jewish background, the annunciation and the presence of the angel Gabriel were not received immediately and rightfully so. In fact, this situation is somewhat strange to our finite human understanding, which poses several questions. First, how could a single virgin become pregnant without sexual intercourse? Biologically, that is impossible. In fact, this is unheard of other than a Greek mythology story. However, this story is not a Greek mythology story. Secondly, Why did God choose Mary when God could have chosen a married lady from a well-suitable social economic background, which makes sense during that social cultural setting of that ancient time? In every sense of human understanding, my friends, these questions are not questions that could be answered without a doubt. However, I'm so grateful that God's thoughts and God's ways are not like our thoughts and not like our ways. And God specializes in favoring the least and unlikely among us. And I am one of those persons, a lowly kid from Lake City. Is there any good thing that comes out of Lake City? I'll affirm Gabriel's words. Nothing is impossible with God. God specializes in doing what appears to be impossible. We see this in the Old Testament text where we saw this with Abraham and Sarah when Sarah became pregnant and gave birth to Isaac at the age of 90 years of age, 90 years old. We saw this in Daniel's prophecy to Israel to look towards the one God of their ancestors in a land of polytheism. And in our relevant and practical state, we see this in the many ways that God continues to reveal God's unmerited favor to us. Oh, my friends, I I just believe when we learn how to trust God, we become more aware of the presence of God with us. This reminds me of an encounter I had with a stranger this past week. I was volunteering at a soup kitchen, and an elderly lady came through the line moving rather slowly. She was moving slower than the other patrons who were coming through the line. This lady did not appear to be a person of great fortune or or fame. 
In fact, she received her food and, and thanked us like many of the other patrons that came through the line. However, my friends, it was something radiating about this lady that touched my soul. And you know, I, I'm very committed and faithful to doing what I'm supposed to do, especially when you're working in a soup line. You have to definitely follow the orders of those sweet little ladies that said, baby, stay right here and don't move. However, on that particular day, as led by the Holy Spirit, I decided to exit the line. And go and sit and talk with this sweet little lady. And as I sat and talked with her, she told me her life story. She told me she was 83 years old. She also told me that she became a widow at 38 years of age and her only child died at the age of 15. She told me that she lived in public housing on a fixed income and her health was declining. However, that lady told me, she said, baby, these are the facts of life. Uh, rather, these are not excuses or complaints. She told me that she manages to get by from day to day mm, by the grace of God. She further stated that she was not bitter and she never got angry with God because she felt like God never left her side, even through the hard times. And this was a slap in my face because I remember just a few hours earlier I was complaining about something trivial. Something that didn't even make any sense as I thought about it later on that day. And as we continued to talk, she started encouraging me to the point where I started crying. And she said something that will forever be etched in my heart. She looked me in my eyes and, and said, baby, please continue to trust and follow God. And she quoted one of my favorite verses from Ephesians. She said, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. And she told me, she said, I see God everywhere, including this soap kitchen, which is more than a place that serves hot meals. She said, God is everywhere. If only we take the time to recognize him. And my friends, her words, which uh, touched my heart, it reminded me as I remind us, God is with us. It is up to us to recognize, receive, and embrace the presence of God all around us. Indeed, God has not forgotten about us. And I am grateful for the encouragement that lady gave to me in that soup kitchen that day. 
It was like God revealed God's self to me through her that day. I needed that encouragement even as a minister. Some people think that we got it going on all the time, but sometimes the ministers need ministering too. And I also honor Mary, who accepted the call to bear the greatest gift to the world, which was Jesus. God did not force this task upon her. Rather, Mary embraced this opportunity with humbleness. It was through Mary's willingness and her acceptance call that gives us the opportunity to experience Jesus in many ways. Praise God that she said, here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Her testament to courage against all odds including a state of perplexity and doubt, is worth emulating every day. Although I do not venerate her, I still honor her. Therefore, in closing, my friends, on this Christmas Eve, I pray that the Lord renew our faith, illuminates God's presence among us, bring us abundant joy, and with the help of the Spirit, reassures us that God is present and among us. Likewise, my friends, I challenge us to share this good news and generosity with others this season. And finally, I challenge us to accept and embrace these gracious gifts of God now and forever. The gift of Jesus to the world will never get old or wear out. Jesus is our eternal gift of life. And my friends, may the Lord be with us all.